Hey, welcome to the Resolve Podcast, episode number three. I'm Carly Tizano, a New Year's resolution coach, obsessed with all things goal setting, personal development, coaching, and of course, resolutions. One of my biggest goals is to help you reach yours. I'm here to provide the tools, support, and inspiration you need to reach your goals this year and every year, and to feel supported every day along the way. Today, I want to take a bit of time to encourage you to commit to the last 90 days of the year. Our resolve to is to commit to the last 90 days of the year. We've officially entered October, October 2021. We have three months until the end of the year. I like to think of the first nine months of the year in terms of three quarters, quarter one, quarter two, and quarter three, obviously. But there's something about getting to the end of the year where I don't really like to view it as quarter four. I tend to think of the last three months, which is technically a quarter, but I tend to think of it in terms of the last 90 days. I think that in some cases, people write off the end of the year because we have all the big holidays coming up. Lots of things are happening, Christmas shopping, decorating, wrapping up projects. And so I think... For me, when I think of the end of the year in terms of 90 days, it breaks it down more so that even if I don't work on Christmas or New Year's or Thanksgiving or the day after, there's still 86 other days in which I can make progress on the things that really matter to me. At the end of the year, I also have my birthday too at the end of December. So that's another day that I wouldn't work. That's something that I like to plan around. And even throwing a few more days in there, there's still a significant number of days that I can put in the effort and make progress on the things that I want to achieve. I know that there are still a significant number of weekends in there, but oftentimes weekends are a great time to work on your goals and make progress on the things that matter most to you. Because especially if you don't have a business or running or starting a business isn't a large part of your goals, the weekend is the time that you have um, to dedicate and devote towards the things that you want just because you want them, the, the personal aspects of your life that you want to improve or focus on. And even if you are starting a business or growing a business, a lot of times that takes up some weekend time too. Trust me, I know a lot of long weekends and late evenings went into building the business that I have over here. Luckily, I'm not really in that phase of business anymore, but I certainly was for a long time. And so I, I remember what it's like, but whether you have business goals or not, the weekends are a really valid and valuable time to work on your goals and make progress on the things that matter to you. And if you don't want to give weekends, that's totally okay. It's totally up to you. And even if you were to take out the entire month of December, that still leaves you 60 days to do the things that you want to do. And I can admit I've totally overthrown my life in way less time than 60 days. So I know that there is a lot that can be done then. So I want to encourage you to take into account the things that you've planned and set stepping stone goals that seem realistic, but that will also take work and you'll be proud that they got done. Don't forget to include some time to rest and recover. You probably don't want to work all 86 days. I'm certainly not going to. Be sure to schedule in some time for you to rest and reflect and plan for the upcoming year. Since uh, my birthday and the holidays at the end of the year all kind of coincide, I like to add an extra time for the resting and reflecting and planning part. It's my favorite time of the year either way, as if the hot cocoa and sugar cookies and lights and everything else weren't enough. You can accomplish so much in 90 days or 86 or whatever other number of days you choose you want to work. But remember that the days are going to pass either way, whether you view it as a quarter or 90 days, that time is going to pass. And so we might as well set out to do things intentionally. There tend to be three pitfalls that I see people face when they're planning anything, particularly as we approach the end of the year and they have some things they still want to get done and they haven't really started making progress on them. So the first pitfall is planning too much. 90 days is only 90 days. And so trying to fit in 365 days of things into 90 days is probably not going to be too effective. So by 
being realistic with how much time you have, you'll probably be able to set a goal that is big, that would be a lot to accomplish that you really want to do. And that you'll be so proud of yourself for finishing, but don't set yourself up for failure by planning something that is just enormous or that you've meant to be doing all year. And you kind of want to start now because you'd love to get it done this year, but it probably isn't realistic to do so. The second pitfall people deal with when they're setting goals is by not planning enough, by not planning enough things to accomplish. It can feel like, well, since we're we're approaching the end of the year, we only have X number of days left. I'm just not going to plan that much to do. I'll do these couple things over here. Maybe I'll work on this a little bit. But I want to remind you that it is still a quarter. It is still 90 days. It's the exact same amount of time as January through March or April through June or even July through September. I don't know why, but to me, that's the weirdest quarter, the way that that breaks up. So from now until the end of the year is just about the exact same amount of time as any one of those other quarters. And so you probably from January to March have some pretty big goals. That's why we set resolutions so that we can start making progress on our big goals. And so from January to March, you probably want to accomplish a lot of things. So just keep in mind that the time we have between now and January is that same amount of time. The third pitfall that people often deal with is not planning at all. I don't really fall into this category because I tend to plan way too much as opposed to not planning at all. But I know that some people do. They kind of want to like put the blinders on and totally ignore the things that are going on out there. They just would rather not plan because then if they haven't set any expectation, they can't possibly fail it. But since they haven't set any expectation, they also can't possibly succeed at it. So while I totally get this perspective, you do want to set some kind of goal, something to work towards over the course of these last 90 days, even if it's just to take extra time to rest so that you know you are doing the things that you have intentionally chosen. You're not just letting this time pass by. So as we approach these last 90 days of the year, there are a few things that I still need to accomplish that I need to work on and do and check off. I shared a bit last week about what those were. Last week was actually really great for me because it kind of served as um, my personal review as far as where I am at in terms of the goals that I've set for this year. Um, Also checking in in terms of where we're at in the year, where I want to be. And I feel like personally, I'm in a really good place with the things that I wanted to accomplish. There are some things though that I need to accomplish in the last 90 days of the year. The biggest is of course, to finish the first comprehensive edit on my book. Like I said last week, I'm more than halfway through, not quite to three quarters of the way through, but definitely getting close. And I definitely will have it finished by the end of the year, but it's something that does take continued persistent progress. So luckily that's exactly what I am continuing to make. It is slow, but it is moving forward. The other big thing, my other big goal for the year was this podcast, of course. And I did say that I wanted to have really 12 episodes out there by the end of the year. And I should definitely have those out. Most of them are planned out. A lot of them are already recorded and quite a few interviews are coming from some of my favorite people. I cannot wait to get those out there for you to hear them. Also, I mentioned last week renting some clothes for an event. That event has still not occurred, but when it does, I need to return that and kind of close the loop with that rental process. And I also need to choose my default meal. I'm not entirely sure that I will be sharing any more about that here. It's just something that I personally need to do. But I do know that having a standard for yourself, such as there is one right way to do this, or there is only one right answer is something that a lot of people struggle with when it comes to goal setting. So I may use that kind of as an example, if we talk more about that topic in the future, which we probably will. (laughs) And then also just going off of a lot of the goals I shared last week, 
they're kind of recurring things, things that I need to do either every day or every month. And so just continuing those into the next 90 days, since some of them are monthly, the next three months, but there are things that I just have to keep front of mind continuing on that I don't want to ignore or forget about. And since I haven't yet, I doubt I will at the end of the year, but bringing them up again, reminding myself that these are things that I want, that I am intentionally choosing them are the things that are going to continue to help me take action on them so that at the end of the year, I can proudly say that yes, they are done. The resolutions have been kept and I can check them off. In addition to all of that, I'm also going to be working on a lot of business stuff, a lot of stuff behind the scenes. It's kind of ironic. And I always joke that the end of the year is my favorite time of year. And I love the resting and reflecting and planning and the hot chocolate and the lights and the Christmas trees, like I said, but because of what I do, it's also the busiest time of the year for me with all the interviews that I end up doing and bringing on new clients and meeting with them and helping them figure out their goals for the next year, setting them up for success, planning for myself and my goals and my business. It's just a lot kind of from Thanksgiving all the way through the beginning of the year. And so While I would love to take the time to maybe not do anything, and I know it's a lot to handle and manage, I really wouldn't have it any other way. I love what I do. I love how I get to serve my clients. And so while I do have quite a few things I need to check off between now and the end of the year, I'm so excited. And I definitely need the last 90 days of the year to rest and prepare and get this all done. So somewhere in the middle of all this, looking back at the things you've accomplished this year and the things you haven't quite accomplished yet, that you hope to, plus the days that we have left, the things you think you're gonna be able to devote towards working on your goals in the next 90 days, plus whatever it is that you want to focus on during that time period, or just whatever you think you want to be able to accomplish or plan to accomplish, what you want to be able to toast on December 31st. If we put all of that into one side of the equation, then out on the other side, we get whatever your focus is gonna be for the next 90 days. So (laughs) somewhere in the middle of all that is exactly what you can and should and will focus on and be able to celebrate on the other side. So I encourage you to commit to the last 90 days to check things off, to get things done, to not fall into those traps of planning too much or not planning enough or not planning at all to figure out what is realistic and manageable for you to set up yourself for success by planning intentionally the things that you want to do in these last 90 days. Let's go get it. This week, I'm reading The 12 Lives of Alfred Hitchcock, The Anatomy of the Master of Suspense by Edward White. It's been a really interesting read. I didn't know that much about Alfred Hitchcock before I started the book. And actually, I don't even think I've seen that many Hitchcock films, if I'm being honest. Uh, Rear Window with Grace Kelly being one of my favorite Hitchcock films that I have seen. For a long time, actually, I've talked about setting a goal or a resolution to watch all of the Hitchcock films in a year or something to that effect, but it's never been one I actually kind of followed through with and set, but I have always been fascinated by him and the way he approached filmmaking and the subject matter he covers. So I was really intrigued to start this book and it certainly lived up to my expectations in that sense. I've really enjoyed looking at his life from so many different angles. The way the book is written, it reminds me a lot of Gretchen Rubin's book, 40 Ways to Look at Winston Churchill. Kind of like approaching his life from so many different perspectives and taking all of that into account as you consider the person as a whole, who he was, what made him the man he was, and the different perspectives you can take, the way he related to different people, uh, the achievements he had, the things he accomplished. And of course, in the case of Alfred Hitchcock, uh, the movies he made. So while it's not particularly deep or a 
applicable. It is very interesting to see how everything came together to make him the man he was, or at least the man that we knew him to be. And then the book covers less known areas of his life and those kind of hidden aspects that have now come out into the world that people didn't necessarily know at the time. He was a really interesting man, and it does make me want to watch more of his films. So while I'm not entirely positive that I'll set that as a goal or resolution, and it's definitely not something I'm planning to accomplish in the last 90 days of the year, I am intrigued by him and I do plan to continue to learn more about him, hopefully as I continue to watch more and more of his films. And to conclude this episode, I would like to toast all of the work that is going into getting things ready for my clients who will be starting the Resolve program in 2022. I have so many fun and exciting things planned that we're going to do and learn about things I'm going to surprise them with. And I'm so excited to see my clients' lives transformed over the course of the coming year. There's a lot of work behind the scenes that I'm having to do now, kind of like I hinted at as I plan for and prepare and share all about the program. But it's so exciting to have all these pieces coming together, all the things that I'm working on. And I would just love to toast with you the program um, and the work that I'm doing and the clients who are going to be coming through and having their lives transformed and keeping their resolutions, getting them checked off in 2022. Thanks for tuning in to the Resolve Podcast. You can follow me on Instagram at Carly Tizano. I would love to connect with you. Don't forget to rate and review. It really helps other people find the show and subscribe if you haven't already so that you don't miss another great episode next week. For the show notes or additional support in reaching your goals, check out carlytizano.com. Until next time, here's to all that lies ahead.